powerful collaborations, cutting-edge science, and curious minds coming together for a glimpse of the future. Stay tuned as we look at the latest updates on some of the most promising technology projects. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Peter Ballant. Today we're just outside Paris at CEA. We're sitting in on the kickoff meeting for a new European Commission-funded project called Sparta. This is a huge project with over 44 partners from 14 different countries focusing on cybersecurity in the EU. And why cybersecurity? Consider these facts. Fact one, and these are from the European Commission, by the way. Ransomware attacks have increased threefold between 2015 and 2017. And what is a ransomware attack? This is when the bad guy gets a hold of your data, steals it, or encrypts it, and holds it hostage until you pay. Yes, you have to pay to get your own data back. This really happens. And it's happening more every day. Fact two, the economic impact of cybercrime has risen fivefold since 2013. Just think about that. Fivefold. Fact three, 87% of Europeans see cybercrime as an important challenge for EU's internal security. And finally, the Internet of Things is already a reality. With tens of billions of connected digital devices expected in the EU by the year 2020. And what is a uh, connected digital device? Well, this could be anything from your phone, a GPS device, uh, appliances, home automation controls, cameras, blood pressure monitors, and yes, even coffee machines. Consider this statement from Jean-Claude Juncker, president of the European Commission. He said, Cyber attacks can be more dangerous to the stability of democracies and economies than guns and tanks. Cyber attacks know no borders, and no one is immune. So we could see this is important. And, and you're asking probably right now, okay, well, what is the European Commission doing to protect us? Well, they're doing a lot, actually. Number one, they're establishing a stronger uh, European Union cybersecurity agency, and, and this is to help uh, member states in the case of cyber attacks. They're also creating a European Union-wide cybersecurity certification scheme that will increase the cybersecurity of products and services in the digital world. The EU is also developing a blueprint for how to respond quickly when something happens, when there's a large-scale cyber attack. And the other thing that they're doing, which will aid our efforts to defend ourselves against cyber attacks, is funding. And this leads us back to the Sparta project. It's the reason we're all gathered here today. This project takes a stance against cyber attacks, but it's far-reaching in so many other areas. So, it's time to dive into Sparta. So let's go in the studio where we are joined by Florent Kushna. He is the coordinator for Sparta. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about Sparta. So I'm Florent Kirchner. I work at CEA, just south of Paris. 
And at CEA, I, uh, I do a couple of things. One, I'm a scientific expert on matters of trustworthy software. How do you trust your software? What does it take for you to build to, or to exploit software in a trustworthy fashion? And then I have a second uh, uh, attribution and a second hat in a way um, to coordinate and to animate the discussions in cybersecurity between the teams in this area uh, of, of CEA. In particular, uh, I coordinate the program on cybersecurity of the CEA list, which is the smart digital systems uh, division inside CEA. So Sparta is, is a project that focuses on putting people together to work on complex and ambitious questions in cybersecurity, important questions in cybersecurity. Questions uh, that, that can have a strong impact not only on the science and the, 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 the technology of cybersecurity, but also on the concrete lives that we as European citizens live. So when you come to think of it, when we come to think of cybersecurity, um, you, you, you know that it impacts, or you might have a hint that it impacts your life in certain ways. Uh, and a, a good way to illustrate this is to say that cybersecurity can impact any digital system that is in our surroundings. And over the past, let's say, five to 15 years, th those systems have been more and more present in our surroundings. So if you go back uh, you know, 15 years, we all had, uh, uh, or many of us had, a gaming system, a small uh, gaming system. Uh, retro, we would call it retro uh, nowadays. Uh, I had an Atari uh, and was really happy to play an Atari. Um, and and uh, I had a TV, but it wasn't uh, a digital system. Uh, but then a few years later, the TV at home became digital. And uh, a few years later, uh, the smartphone appeared and, and more and more digital came into our lives. And now we were carrying a digital device on ourselves every day, day in, day out. It was often the first thing we saw in the morning and the last thing we checked in the evening. Um, and, and tomorrow, and actually not tomorrow, nowadays we're seeing uh, smart digital devices everywhere in our homes. They, they can be thermostats, there can be uh, refrigerators, there can be uh, smoke detectors. Um, our children interact with digital devices every, every, every day. And this is why cybersecurity is so important nowadays. It's because it can impact, it can, um, it, it can corrupt uh, a lot of those devices that are closer to us than we, can, than we think. Uh, that are, are ubiquitous in, in our lives. So cybersecurity is important, that's one. And second, cybersecurity is, not, is a complex problem that is currently unsolved. Uh, we see, unfortunately, in the news uh, regularly, people saying, oh, this system has been hacked, this data has been, uh, has been hacked and, and, and has been uh, stolen uh, or uh, made public while it was not meant to be public. Um, the, the, this installation, this, uh, this factory um, had to stop because it was under cyber attack. So um, the, the, the problem of securing anything, any digital technology is still an open problem and still something that uh, engineers and scientists are scrambling to solve. With Sparta, what, uh, what, we, what we want to do is to say that uh, we can devise new solutions and new ways to handle those complex, critical problems by working together across Europe 
with a group, with a network of different people with different skills and different backgrounds. The idea is um, we, we want to um, show that you can solve cybersecurity a bit like you build a house. If you only have a plumber to build a house, your house will look a lot like a bunch of plumbing. If you only have a mason to build a house, you won't have any running water in your house. And if you want to build a house, if you want to build a cybersecurity house, you need to have people who know how to do plumbing, people who know how to do masonry, and many, many, many more expertise. And you need to have an architect, but you also need to have uh, uh, a stakeholder, an owner of the house at the end. And you also need to have people who work uh, as, as, uh, as technicians uh, in the house. So our angle with Sparta is to say that we will solve important problems in cybersecurity by combining different skill sets, uh, by the combining uh, different cultures, because Europe is, uh, is, is, is rich with a lot of different cultures, um, and by combining different interests, uh, including people who are uh, scientists that want to produce knowledge. Uh, you have people who are engineers and want to produce technology. And you have people who are um, grassroots activists and they want to produce change and, 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 and effect, uh, effect results. So our credo and the, the way we tackle cybersecurity with Sparta is across domains, across expertise, across areas of interest, bring those people together and try to solve, to try to identify first and then solve complex problems. This is a huge undertaking. What's interesting for me, and maybe you could speak a little bit about this, is yeah. the work is sort of broken up in a project like this. Uh, but what's interesting is you have modules for uh, looking at things like uh, gender equality. You have a, a module looking at um, education and training. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there are some of these modules that it sounds like aren't even necessarily technology driven. Yeah but there are still necessary components for yeah. dissemination, for education. Yeah, absolutely. So in, the, in Sparta, what we do is uh, we consider cyber, the cybersecurity problems not only from a technical viewpoint, but also from a human, societal, ethical, legal viewpoint. Uh, and that triggers a number of activities around, around this. So. Um, you know, for instance, uh, how do you train people to use uh, novel cybersecurity technologies to be able to then uh, secure their installations, secure their surroundings? Uh, how, do you t how do you teach, speaking of teaching, how do you teach professionals on the one hand, people who are operating factories, for instance? Or, uh, and then how do you teach students? How do you teach people in school? Uh, two different types of teaching, two deep different types of, t of training, but two things that are really important if we want to be able to not only have technological solutions, but have the people who are trained and, and, um, uh, and sensitive to the issues that, that, they, that they try to solve. And right now we're at the beginning of the project. We just had the kickoff meeting. Yep. Uh, I'm curious if there's anything new for you, any new challenges that you discovered in the last uh, day or two and said, wow, this is going to be an interesting challenge for me. Um, so, so CA is in charge of coordination uh, for the project. And CA has been in charge of, of coordination in the past uh, numerous times. And in particular, a number of partners have done collaboration and 
coordination with us. Technicon is one of them. Um, so, so we know we had that experience of coordination. What is new is coordinating 44 different partners uh, to, to, to work together on a common set of objectives. And this, this is a challenge, and this will remain a challenge until the end of the project and perhaps beyond, if we're lucky. Um, because, uh, because 44 partners are, are, are um, lots of people to manage, to align, to share, make sh making sure that we have the, the right instruments to align, to share information, to share decisions, is going to be a challenge. It's already uh, a challenge, and it's going to remain a challenge, and it's, but it's a fantastic challenge to have, really interesting one to have. Um, looking forward to, to, to picking it up. The, the interesting thing with this diversity that I'm mentioning, that is challenging 44 different partners, is um, it is also an incredible asset for all of the other challenges that you can think of. If you, if you think, well, okay, we need to, to find a new approach to protecting data, for instance. We need to find a new idea for how to organize the, the, the industrial community in Europe. The fantastic news is that is the wealth of ideas and of, uh, of, of people who can contribute to answering this question in, in Sparta. You have 44 partners who all of them have very interesting viewpoints on how they can solve challenges uh, centered around uh, cybersecurity. So it's both a challenge in terms of making sure everyone is aligned and everyone is coordinated, but it's also an, a tremendous opportunity to, to address problems at scale that we haven't had the chance to address before. And I'm really, really, really conscious of that and really hopeful that we can leverage that as, as much as we, can, as, as we can during the life of the project. That was part one of our conversation with Sparta coordinator Florent Kishna. In the next episode, we discuss the impact of this project for the average EU citizen and how a relatively short project can have lasting effects. But before we go, let's take a quick listen to what project partners are saying here at the Sparta kickoff. So I'm uh, Olivier Béton from Thales, and uh, I was really happy to be there today. The audience was really great. Uh, there was a lot of uh, interesting speakers, and uh, I'm really glad to be part of uh, Sparta and uh, to, to, to start a successful project with the rest of the uh, cool guys and a uh, really nice uh, R&D team and industrial and uh, SMEs partner. So you feel like this is a well-balanced team? Totally, yeah, and that probably was the first time we have uh, so much partners inside the same room dedicated to uh, and focused uh, to deliver um, innovative and uh, interesting projects around cybersecurity issues, current and uh, enforcing one. And what's your part in the project? So I'm representing Thales as an R&D partner here. We are task lead uh, within the uh, software uh, challenges, so regarding the uh, coming obstacle uh, for uh, AI and uh, AI algorithm, what, have they, uh, what they will face in terms of uh, news rates, new way to attack such system, and how to defend them against uh, malicious activities and, uh, and uh, attacker uh, behaviors. Tell us who you are and where you come from, and uh, give us your impression of the Sparta kickoff meeting today. Uh, okay, so my name is Marek, I'm from Poland. Uh, the meeting was very inspiring. Um, I think there's a lot of work to do. 
will be building the roadmap, how to achieve uh, all the goals that were mentioned today. And there's another day to uh, talk about it tomorrow, so Amiga. Tell us who you are, where you come from, and how was your impression of the meeting today? <laughs> I am acting director of Nicholas Romer's University. I came here as administrator to see what our researchers are doing, and I am very proud that uh, in the Sparta Consortium, our teams working in cybersecurity area were involved, and it's a great honor for our institution and for Lithuania as a country to be involved into this project. Okay, thank you very much. I'm Peter Ballant. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. This project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 830892.